The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. So guys, uh, how are we doing? How were your holidays, uh, Jimmy? We've uh, we've chatted about this on the last show. Um, um, Ace, Mark, uh, how were things for you? Busy. Uh, I just hung around. I, I spent a day with my girlfriend and her family, and that was uh, that was awesome. And I got to come back and play mm-hmm. games. I envy you. Mine involved uh, travel between states, uh, getting stuck in an airport that was being hit by storms and hurricanes. And then moving. So, yeah, that was fun. Did I understand Gleep correctly in the last episode that you were moving on New Year's Eve? Yep. Who does that? <laughs> what kind of ridiculousness is that? So, so just so you know, um, we had to travel. It's one of the safest to drive. Yeah, well, so we had to travel from uh, Portland to Atlanta for like the 24th, 20th to like the 24th. Uh, and we were supposed to get back the 25th. Or the no, the twenty sixth, and then, um, but then, Dallas Fort Worth experienced tornadoes, uh, torrential rains, hail, and other inclement weather, and so we were delayed at Dallas Fort Worth for about a day and a half full in the airport. Ouch! And I, and I never want to spend another full day in an airport ever again. It was a, Mm-mm. it was a horrific experience. They're not really designed to spend days. They really mm-hmm. are. Although no, you can't drink, no place there is no place, is the no place to sleep, That's not at point. all. Yeah. So, um, uh, and so, when we got back, we had about four days to move because our old lease ended in on December thirty first, and our new lease started uh, December twentieth. So we had we had ten days to move, and so we lost a day. We lost a couple of days from traveling. We lost a day because of delays, and we got back. Um, and we had to move the entire apartment, everything. So in that four-day span, we were basically everything moving. And then we even had to take a day. I had to go to the apartment complex and ask, basically pay for an extra day of residence so we could move the last of our stuff out um, and into the new place. And the new place, it's sort of been chaotic. Um, none of the boxes were labeled. There was no stuff. It was just ridiculous. So my holiday experience was messy and difficult but it's a new year and i'm looking forward to it i just i had this visual because you didn't have a whole lot of time of you and your wife in like a panic just running around i was like just grab the boba fett doll stick it in the box stick it in the box we gotta go we gotta go now you joke but that's not too far off <laughs> where's the cat i don't know it's in a box let's go <laughs> the cats were the last thing to go and they were just as confused and bewildered as we were <laughs> come on fluffy come on you can do it it's fine it's in the box. There was in the there box may or may not have been. There may have been not have been some stuffing of cats inside uh, cat carriers, like like What's literally in the box? stuffing. What's in the box? <laughs> oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> that's yeah, a good movie. it is. 
Well, and Mark, welcome back. You, uh, you've you been on the show before, and uh, we are happy to announce you're back again and hopefully uh, to stay for a while. Yes, by all means. Thank you uh, for inviting me on to uh, to hang out with you guys on a weekly basis. Um, yeah. We have a lot of folk with the black cards, just... so now we can just kind of continue on into talking about it now some, hopefully. You teach us all about shooting people in the face. Right? In not real life. No. Yeah, no, no, of course not. In the fakery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, Mark, anything special for uh, New Year's Eve that you did? Oh man, not really. I watched the uh, the uh, uh, what was it? The uh, playoff games for the college football. That was my thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got a oh, bunch okay. of friends. I'm from Ohio, or I went to Ohio State, so I got a bunch of friends that are all Ohio State fans. So we watched, you know, kind of the other games. Then you know, the Ohio State game was the next day, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, I believe that's the Ohio. It State. is the Ohio State. You guys, yes, right. the Buckeyes, is oh, that yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. There's a billion of us. <laughs> I have a very good friend here who uh, is from the Ohio State, and he's very uh, he's very uh, quick to uh, insert that the if it's missing. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to mess that up. I really don't care. But seriously, it's serious business. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, Mark, and we should mention that Mark uh, last time he was here was is Mad Cow, but he's feeling more comfortable now, so he's become Mark. I do. I'm not, sitting, I'm not even wearing pants. I'm not comfortable. Oh man, that is comfort. That's, that's some good radio right there. <laughs> you got you got your slippers Free-ball-ing. on. Yeah, gone commando. It just felt right. <laughs> well, um, you know, that's who those guys are. Who we are is those guys with ships. And this is episode fifty-eight of the Those Guys with Ships show. It is our community podcast, and it it has been a while. Uh, we last came to you. Uh, live from the virtual hangar of our mind back in uh, 2945. Uh, it is 2946 now, and um, so I uh, uh, wanted to take a little a little opportunity here to speak a bit about who it is that we are as a group, if you're just finding us for the first time, or if in the, uh, in the interim you've forgotten who we are, um, and kind of what we're about. Um, so... Uh, we are, as I said, those guys with ships, and we are primarily a Star Citizen gaming community, um, though we do play other games, too. Um, uh, Arm is one of the more popular ones. Uh, right now, actually, life is futile. It's just burning hot on our, uh, on our chat server. So uh, if you're into that and listening to this and want some folks to come play with, come check us out. Um, we do this podcast primarily to showcase our organization um, the Those Guys with Ships organization on the RSI uh, website, um, and to hopefully attract other Star Citizen enthusiasts who are more or less like us. You know, we're, we're a fairly casual group, and so we're hoping to find folks that uh, like listening to us, feel like uh, we would be a good fit for them. We want to encourage them to come out and play with our group. So uh, that's why we're here. That's why we do this. Um, and you can read all about our community at our website, uh, which is versecast.org. And there's a, there are links on the main page to our TeamSpeak server. Um, it's real easy to, to get on there, so you can do that. There's links to download the client if you don't have it. But um, So uh, if, you, if you like what you hear and you want to come play with us, go to versecast.org, and uh, you should be able to figure it out from there. Um, uh, this show, as opposed to our official news and information show, is, as I mentioned before, the community show. And, and what that means is that mostly we, we talk, well, excuse me, what we, earthquake, what we talk about is what we are playing together uh, right now. 
Um, and we also we make some cool plans for what it is that we want to be playing in the future. So that's sort of the focus of this show. It's it's less about the uh, uh, the information coming out of uh, CIG. I mean, of course that that plays a part of it because it's the game that we're um, all here to play. Uh, but uh, it's uh, what we want to focus on here is the. Um, uh, the magic that is our group and how much fun we're having playing together and uh, hopefully um, um, make that appealing to those of you who have yet to find us. So um, we try to keep things simple. Um, you know, the, the sort of the format or the idea behind this is that we're just friends uh, sitting around talking about uh, the game that we all share a passion for. And um, it's nothing more complicated than that. So that's kind of uh, that's my take on it. Uh, you guys have anything uh, else you want to add? TLDR. Season two of TGWS, last we heard on. Sort of feels like uh, the uh, the season opener to a TV show. <laughs> Previously on TGWS. Well, it, it sort of is Ace. I mean, that's, we were we were kind of gone for a while, and um, uh, again, we should also mention on this show we we are happy to have Mark um, uh, here on the show with us. Um, but uh, we also uh, we uh, we no longer have John on the show on a regular basis. Um, so. Um, you know, it's kind of been, you know, it's a little transition thing that we're going through. It is through. like a second a mid- season. I told you. Yeah. Someone died. New guy. So <laughs> well, uh, if this is a soap opera, all we're waiting for is John to turn evil and then show up in the second half. With a, with a greasy mustache. Greasy mustache and yeah. then possibly amnesia. That's very selective. <laughs> but if this was a network comedy, uh, then Mark would actually be playing John. <laughs> and so nobody not, would and, nobody would acknowledge right, and the nobody difference. would acknowledge it. Just <laughs> let it slide right by. That's funny. How could you not want to come play else. with us? Right? Yeah. All right. So that that that's it. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about what's going on in the community, shall we? In this week's episode of Around the Interverse, social media, Jimmy. <laughs> Tell us about it. Um, well, you know, since uh, since we're giving everybody a refresher, um, we're uh, going to talk a little bit about some of the things going on in the Star Citizen community, uh, those guys with chips, and the larger community in general. Um, one of the places that I like to hang out is Twitter. And so if you're a fan of Twitter, go over to the uh, TGWS hashtag. Uh, you'll always find cool and interesting uh, those guys with ships conversations. And uh, some of the things from the last couple of weeks, uh, at Don Shep, or Shep, posted an interesting link to a, uh, to a Time Magazine article that, from 2014, it's a bit older, um, but it shows a transdermal Moby glass. Have you guys seen this image? I saw that. That's pretty neat. No, okay. I haven't. Yeah, it's, uh, it's linked in the show notes, and uh, we'll have it obviously linked for everyone else to check out. Um, but it's really interesting because he, he kind of posed the question, you know, is, is are we going to see a Moby glass in our lifetime? And um, I think, you know, to some extent we see that in our, our mobile device. But what's interesting about the time image is that it, it, it looks like a Moby glass that's actually transdermal. In other words, it's just under your skin. So it's pretty interesting, and I'm, I'm wondering if that's really more like what you would see in 930 years as opposed to a device that's more wearable. Thoughts? That's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> but interesting. I mean... Interest- as, a, as a computer security specialist, I don't want connected devices implanted into my skin. Uh-uh. No, thank yeah, you. I mean, kind of like wearing it. The only difference is, is that now it's in your skin. 
Hopefully, yeah, but if, if you're wearing <laughs> hopefully it, you the quality can throw can, it away. Yeah, but hopefully the quality control is a little better. <laughs> you know, you know, it's. Um, I have um, a friend of mine. Uh, her uh, her father only deals in cash. Um, likes to take likes to take his his physical check to the bank, cash it, and take his money with him. Will do nothing on the internet. Will not make any purchase on the internet. Will not give his credit card information over the internet. So I wonder if the conversation we're having right now, if when like Ace, when you're like eighty, you're going to be like, "You kids with your transdermal, the handheld devices, right? You're not going to put something in my arm or in my neck." See, I would be fine with it as a wearable, like the Moby Glass, because again, it's something you, you can remove right. and throw away if need be. Um, but I don't. I don't. Unless it's life-saving necessary um, and it's closed circuit, i.e. doesn't connect to the internet, I I have hesitant idea of putting something in my skin. <laughs> you know, but they've already got no, those in pacemakers. I mean, yeah. well, but the pacemakers are closed systems. They don't connect to the internet. Right. No, they connect to a, a wire. You can connect to them wirelessly to get information. Like they they uh, they send information back to the. Uh, that's how the uh, doctors can check. Like you can actually hook yours up to the internet to check stuff on it. Uh oh, man. Yeah. That, so it's, that just seems like such a, I guess, such like a prime target for. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think hacks, that. You, yeah, right, hacking, yeah. I, it's a little scary. Yeah, just like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not an expert. I don't know how it works. I just know someone that had a pacemaker that said they they had to, you know, they could do that. And their doctor could check on it to see how they were doing, without them actually having to go to the doctor. They just have to never, plug it in and do something. Yeah. Like if, if, if the, the easiest like, way to scare <laughs> to scare someone is to plop them down in front of a computer and like a Starbucks that's running Wireshark and a packet sniffing device. <laughs> All of that data is in the clear, and it's all unencrypted. And there's so much personal information. Ouch. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then uh, SFC Moon One Hundred One or Kari uh, wanted to know, Gleep, have you picked up the? And I want to know now too. Have you picked up the uh, Grover Super Grover Funko Pop? Seems like it's really a thing you should have. Not. I Why have not yet done that. I. Uh, because my Amazon account got suspended. Well, how does that happen? happen? Did it yeah, get? How does it, it, work? Got, it got hacked. Schadenfreude, <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, it's. it's I'm, I'm trying to develop some restraint, but it's on. It's on my wish list. Nice. Well, um, yeah. over at uh, over at the hashtag Star Citizen, uh, Colonial Movers put together a great uh, three minute video highlighting, uh, and it's to music. Uh, it's uh, basically highlights of uh, Star Citizen 2015. Uh, oh, it's a, nice. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, like, it's only about three minutes long, and it basically touches on all of the milestones from 2015. Um, it's a really cool kind of wrap-up video, so if you have time, I would definitely recommend going over and checking it out. We will link it in the show notes. Totally. Uh, from the internet in, gener- in general, uh, the uh, Nubifier 1337 uh, has uh, a great series over at U- YouTube, which are... Uh, brief, detailed explanations and opinions on the more technical aspects of Star Citizen. Uh, case in point, uh, if you want to check out his procedural generation explanation uh, and how it relates to Star Citizen, uh, the video is about four minutes long, and all of his videos are, are relatively short. Um, I found, I, you know, I understand the concept of procedural generation, but his explanation was very clear and very precise, and how it related to Star Citizen um, was well executed. So another great uh, YouTube person to go check out. 
So, and then also from uh, YouTube, uh, Xanthier XI uh, has a great short film. It's about eight minutes long, uh, highlighting a lot of 2.1's features. Uh, it goes from EVA to PVP, and it's also a great watch. So, if you haven't really had a time, a lot of time to experience all of the features uh, in 2.1 or even 2.0, uh, that's also a really good video to check out. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And then uh, over from uh, the official uh, Versecast forums over at versecast.org, uh, Johnny11b uh, has, uh, has a uh, thread, uh, Arma 3 role-playing campaign. Uh, Johnny would like to uh, set up one night a week for Arma 3 uh, role-playing campaigns uh, to take over the uh, island of uh, Stratus uh, and uh, Atlas. Altus. Altus, close Altus. enough. We'll let it go. Close enough. Yeah, we'll let it go. <laughs> Maybe if you, you played with us ever. Ooh, <laughs> sick burn. Yeah, Ooh. about that. Drops Mike. Um, Excrement fired. He's uh, he's willing to uh, GM this, uh, so uh, you know, head over and uh, see if uh, if that's something that you're interested in doing. So. Um, uh, 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 Jimmy, can we uh, have um, uh, Mark talk a little bit about uh, what this is, what's what's going to be involved in all of this? Yeah, totally. Mark, go for it. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I mean, uh, Johnny and I talked about it a little bit. This is really kind of uh, his uh, his brainchild, but um, essentially the idea being that he would uh, just. Like any of you guys that played Dungeons and Dragons, come on, we're all nerds. We know we've done it. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, something on those types of lines where he's going to get in there and he'll play Zeus, which is you know the guy that can kind of control the different uh, uh, aspects of the um, of the mission. Uh, you know, give you objectives, create the bad guys in there, and so forth and so on, and then have some story driven, you know, reason for us to be there, and then moving throughout the island to take you know take bases or, or really however he wants to develop it. Uh, you know what our impetus for doing that stuff is, and how we got there, and you know, kind of what our goals are, and uh, and what our resources are. We'll all be kind of kind of tailor made to the number of people, what we're all interested in doing, and how we're performing as a group. So you know that way, it's not too hard, it's not too easy, uh, it's just right, which is what we go for. So hopefully he'll nice. do, yeah, hopefully he'll do a good job. And uh, yeah, we haven't started yet. Um, it is something he plans to do very soon. So if you are interested, by all means, check out the forums and let him know. Uh, he's got a little, like a poll there. He's kind of taking a poll on, let him know that you're interested. And then uh, doesn't have to be doesn't have to be someone that's played Arma before, just someone that's interested. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, the, um, the Glamour Shots uh, thread has been updated. Uh, Steinkuhl uh, put in a bunch of uh, really high-res images. Um, everybody gave me uh, a lot of crap for my... Poor low res images. <laughs> I thought they were beautifully framed. I thought, photogenically speaking, they were nice, but whatever. Um, but uh, Steinkuhl's got actually some really, really good photos um, that make for uh, great uh, wallpapers. So I would definitely say go check that out. Apparently, uh, Shep is uh, the guy from the video overshooting uh, the Avenger. So uh, he talks a little bit about that. It's uh, the clip that made it into Around the Verse episode 2.13. It's at the 13.37 mark. So, uh, you know, go check it out and go see uh, Shep make an appearance on Around the Verse. Was that the Hit the Brakes will Fly Right By video? Yeah, yeah, that's that one. Yep, yep. That's very cool. And then, uh, Mad Cow, you want to talk a little bit about uh, Armor 3 Wasteland Wednesday, or is that the, the campaign we were just talking about? No, no, that's something completely different. Yeah, we can talk about that now. Um, and Yeah. Uh, we'd actually made up, it was actually Wasted Wasteland Wednesday. The idea is that a bunch of us were talking, and we all happened to be drinking under the limit, okay? None of us were driving. We were fine. <laughs> um, not to excess, but we had imbibed a bit. 
and we agreed we'd do Wasted Wasteland Wednesdays. The idea being Wasteland is a is a type of, of, of uh, mission set in Arma where essentially it's kind of an open world type of thing. And initially it was, well, because it doesn't need any mods. So anyone that hadn't ever played before, didn't have any mods, it wasn't, you know, you could just get in there, you could play with us, you never, you know, it's not a big deal, it doesn't take you, you know, to download anything besides the regular game. And uh, then uh, when we actually got there on, this is two Wednesdays ago now, um, we actually ended up playing uh, a different kind of game, also required no mods, but it was more like a kind of a, a um, uh, kind of a randomly generated mission uh, set that uh, a, a, a group of people had set up on their server, and it worked out great. It was fantastic. We had a great time. It was like a 50-person server. Uh, it was all co-op, so it was basically us against the uh, generated computer stuff. It was lots of fun. Uh, we had, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember since it was two weeks ago, we had got like 15, 17 people in there. It was, it was a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Just, just in our fun. group. We basically took over their server. It was fantastic. Had a great time. Lots of new people. I think we had five or six new people uh, show up, and you know, we—I mean, I've never seen before. So that was awesome. Made some friends. Got a guy that had was wasn't even a TGWS guy. He just happened to come on our squad and wanted to play with us, so he showed up on the team speak. And then uh, last week was a little bit uh, um, a little bit underwhelming uh, in terms of attendance, but um, you know, first week back at work and school and whatnot, a lot of people were extra busy. So uh, we'll do it again this Wednesday, and you know, keep going from there. But uh, the key, yeah. yeah, the key is no mods. You don't have to have any mods. You don't have to have ever played. Uh-huh. Just show nice. up. Yep. The uh, yeah, the holidays were definitely um, more difficult to uh, to make uh, consistent time for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, not for Ace. Oh no, not at all. I was lounging <laughs> on my ass the whole time. Well, you were <laughs> at an airport. Could have played there. <laughs> That's free Wi-Fi. I don't, you go. I, I don't know if my tower would have made it through security, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Uh, but uh, that is, uh, that's everything uh, this week from uh, Around the Universe. Uh, I will say that, uh, you know, the Internet's a big, big place. So if uh, anybody sees, you know, anything really interesting or really cool uh, Star Citizen-centric, feel free to email me at uh, jimmy at Versecast. Uh, send me a link, let me know, and uh, you could possibly hear it on the show. Yeah, and and even uh, just uh, retweet with a, a TGWS hashtag, and uh, that that will uh, usually get some attention. So also, lots of ways to um, uh, to share the stuff with the rest of the uh, of the group. Um, and we probably should point out that um, that uh, the the stuff coming out of the forum, John is still uh, preparing a lot of that material too. So. Um, he, he is still uh, contributing to the show in that fashion, so we definitely want to acknowledge that. Is he so. like Supreme Leader Snoke and pulling a lot the the strings from behind the scenes? Totally. Exactly. Does he also look like a giant? I really hope that guy's <laughs> super small, just like yeah, crazy he's gonna, tiny, he's gonna be like two foot three, like Ant Man size, like someone <laughs> just holding him in his pocket. Do you, you guys see Clone Wars? Um, yes. Like the, the Major, show? Do you like Major Gascon, little tiny little Meber Gascon, just big enough to sit in R two dome. <laughs> Totally. Cool. All right. Um, so, um, uh, Ace, uh, what's going on? Um, those guys in flight. Oh, you stole you stole my what? thunder. I've been working on this. Uh, you have to redo it. This doesn't count. Those guys in flight. Flight, 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 flight. What? Loop, 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 loop. I gotta loop. say, I, I, I have to. Uh, personal preference. I, I kind of prefer in the loop, only because I get to hear that that loop, glorious loop. chorus every time. Um, 
thank you. What's going on, Ace? Um, so, a bit of housekeeping. Uh, okay. Firstly, um, there was a patch yesterday, and now there was a patch last night. We are now up to 2.1.0F. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're cranking that stuff out. Oh, I didn't know there was another oh. one. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah we were talking just, about last night. I didn't realize there was another one today. Just yeah, came I out. Patched, I patched last night. Do you, any um, any highlights? Um, nothing major yet. Um, I've got some patch notes up listed here on my page. It's most of the same stuff from E, uh, which and I saw the stuff about about turret movement speed. I'm super excited because yeah. my retaliator is otherwise a sitting duck. Um, so it's a very it's a very fancy boat if it doesn't have any gunners. Um, but uh, that was that was sort of just take a look at that and want to make sure that everybody knew that uh, it's been updated again. And I'm perhaps by this time this podcast is out, we'll be up to I don't know H or I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, at some point it's got to it's got to go over to the live server. Well, if they keep making increment, you know, you know, uh, little incremental updates, it's possible they could stay here for a little while. They might yeah. be they might be waiting for their for their new patch that once a month patch schedule. Yeah, they might just be waiting for that to port it over to uh, to live. Yeah, I can getting see that. all the hmm. all the all the uh, stuff they need ironed out in the meantime. Yeah, just hit them like yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the okay. month type of thing or something like that. When they'll put it out, maybe. Yeah, yeah, man, totally. Microsoft does Patch Tuesday every second Tuesday of the the month. They put out updates for for stuff like Clockwork. That's the way Microsoft does it. So yeah, maybe it'd be something like that. Um, the discussion, um, and this is this is this is due to some discussion I had with some other players and some some things I noticed while we were playing both Arma and Star Citizen, was an updated discussion on on control settings and and combat settings for uh, gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted to figure out if anybody's control services had changed lately with what they use. Um, you know, because you've got gamepad, you've got the mouse, joystick, keyboard, HOTAS, trackballs, which is something I've heard recently. Uh, even here is the uh, uh, a link here in my my notes for the dual trackball setup from uh, Gundam, one of the Gundam series. It's a pair of trackballs with your hands on them, and I thought that would be actually really intuitive if you could fly like that. Um, but uh, if you guys have made it any updates to your guys' settings, I've sort of crystallized my joystick, keyboard, mouse, home ass setup at this point. Uh, and I've been expanding into contr- on setting up controls and combat settings for Arma, getting into flying and vehicle and, and you know those settings as well. There's so many bindings and key settings for those uh, that need need zeroing and setting that it's been uh, it's become a project of my own. So many key um, binds. I pretty much gave up on on uh, trying to use a controller in Arma. Um, I use a controller pretty much for. For everything in Star Citizen, but I, I and I was trying to use it in Arma, but kind of gave up and have been doing just mouse and keyboard so much that I'm actually even doing that now in Star Citizen. So it seems like uh, I'm getting more familiar with uh, with refamiliarizing myself with mouse and keyboard, and it's kind of like uh, the precision that you get with that, and kind of heading back the other way. Did well, you I, was, ever... I was gonna actually I was actually gonna ask you about that, Gleep, because um, like I've found. Um, I went back to, to Ace's point. I went back from I was using a um, a Naga uh, mouse, and then I went to a hex because I didn't. I felt like I didn't need as many buttons, 
and more recently now with FPS, with with the expanded uh, gameplay with uh, 2.0 and 2.1, I went back to my Naga and basically have filled up almost all 12 of of my side buttons. So that's why I wanted to ask you about that, Gleep, with with the expanded, um, you know, playability with with first person um, and, you know, with the improvements to, to combat, if you've gone back to keyboard, and apparently you have. Um, yeah, I have. Um, although my mouse, my mouse is a trackball, actually. Um, yeah, see, there you go. Wow, it's <laughs> wow. It's it's uh, one of the ones that you you work with your thumb. It's not the the marble, you know. Okay. Yeah, um, and uh, which I've used for years and years and years and years and years. And it's it's simple. It has no extra buttons. It just has you know uh, a scroll wheel, mouse right, mouse left, and uh, and then the the, the trackball. So. Um, yeah, I'm kind of back to basics. But for Arma, I mean, there are so many, um, so many different key commands. I mean, I printed out there's a, a PDF that that uh, lands in one of the directories when you do the install on the Arma, and it and it it lays out all the uh, the keyboard commands and in a way that you can actually fold it and uh, it makes like this cool little triangular uh, thing that you can prop up on oh, the I have a little tent so there's a little tent thing there yeah. for your name tag and also yeah. for the or for your your, your name card yeah. yeah 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 it's very cool so um, um, you know check that out if you're interested but so anyway to answer Ace's question yeah I'm kind of migrating back and um, also sort of uh, uh, going to try to maybe give uh, Star Citizen another try with mouse and keyboard because I know a lot of people that's all they use so, did you ever give any consideration to the Elite joystick or the Elite gamepad that came out a little while ago? It's super pricey, but apparently really, really effective. Uh, you know what? Um, it, it has all the extra buttons on it and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I have a friend with PS4 that bought the uh, sort of the equivalent, and uh, uh, that just made me crazy uh, trying to play with it. So, um, uh, I've got a 360, a wired 360 controller, which I don't ever have to worry about batteries or anything. And, right. And. Uh, so it's I'm, I just kind of leave well enough alone on that. Yep, we'll see. I mean, you know, as we get you know as things get finalized, I mean, because we're still everything is still subject to change. I mean, as things get finalized, that's when you know who knows by then you know may have some crazy uh, yoke and pedal setup uh, going. So. At some point, that's what I want to run. I'd love to have actual pedals. That would be nice to have those to do yaw with those, and I could use the yaw on the stick for something else. Yeah, I've got a uh, yeah. I've got a Steam controller. I'm still waiting for good. Uh, key- oh. I'm just you know what I'll be honest. I'm lazy when it comes to keybinds. I don't want to try to make keybinds. I, you know, I got I was like, oh man, I got a Steam controller. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna download a profile that's gonna be at least something. You know, I'm gonna go for it. Oh my, ugh. there's so many different ways to. I mean, it's great. You can customize the crap out of this controller. It's fantastic. But you know what the different surfaces do and stuff like that. Since you have the two trackpads, but um, it's. A little daunting, especially when I'm not a great. I mean, I'm not a great um, uh, flight sim guy anyway. So trying to figure out where I'm going to put that stuff is just nuts. But I've got one. I'm going to use it. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's half the battle, <laughs> right? What um, What do you use predominantly? I'm assuming mouse and keyboard. But what do you use predominantly for Arma? Uh, it's usually mouse and keyboard. I'm pretty much a mouse and keyboard gamer for the most part. I mean, I I shouldn't okay. say that. If it's an over the shoulder third person like stealth game, like a, a Splinter Cell or uh, like the Metal Gear Solid things like that. Uh, you know, joystick all the or not joystick uh, controller all the way, but uh, it's when you get those re- when you really need those really fine gradations in your movement that need to be really fluid. Uh, usually for stealth type of games, where it's really important that you you know you know exactly how fast you're going. Um, that's when I kind of gravitate towards those. Otherwise, the precision. I, I mean, you got to have a mouse. 
it's just hands down yeah, the, best, the totally. best one. So I just wanted to mention this uh, as an interesting piece of control systems. I used this uh, during the heyday of Halo 2. This was the control that I used for my Xbox. I don't even that know. Is, I don't know what that is. Looks awesome. It's a, that's like that's serious business. Yeah, it's an Xbox. It's a gun grip. It's an Xbox Radica. Uh, it was an off. It was a, a third party grip controller for the original Xbox. But the thing that's worth noting is that the face buttons that are usually on the right side of an Xbox are on the handles. Yeah, I'm seeing on the that. Grips. Is that on both sides or just the one side? It's on both sides. Oh, interesting. And oh. It allowed me so much more freedom of movement. And I was so disappointed that nothing like this ever came out for the, for the 360 or the One because it was such a unique design. And it was actually really comfortable to hold. I can imagine. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, and I was disappointed that they never... I guess the Elite ones are kind of similar in terms of the button placement. I mean, you're getting used to those other two you know, two other fingers with the yeah. Elite ones, yeah. That's what, that's, what I, that's what I mentioned is that the, when I saw the Elite controller pop up, I saw those buttons that were you know down below on the grip, and I thought, oh, it looks like the old the old GameStar mm. uh, pad that I used to have. So it's pretty intense too. I mean, those are full size pistol grips on both sides. That looks super retro. It was. You could easily put that in <laughs> Fallout Four just like that, actually. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. All right. Well, um, cool. Um, uh, Ace, do you have anything else? Um, just a, a, a shout out to the whole podcast community, all of our all of our TGWS peeps. Um, to if they want to help, get some assistance with setting up keybinds and settings for flight in Arma. Because um, I noticed that a large number of people who play Arma with us don't have any of their flight settings configured for Arma. Mm-hmm. Then I will gladly assist them with that setting up. Uh, flight controls for helicopters and aircraft as well as setting up keybinds for missile targeting uh, because it would be nice to have a little more pilots some, a few more pilots uh, some people to learn how to do flight in those games so that we can uh, get some people in the air alright well cool very very generous of you um, and uh, that's that's why we like you Ace is because you're so um, so so helpful yeah and that oh, stuff is extremely you. tricky it's, it'll be very good for people learn, wanting to learn how to uh, fly in and out of asteroids you know, landing quickly. You know, if you're planning on dropping people off, I need yeah. I need uh, I need pilots that are going to do that are going to pilot boarding craft for me that know how to you know turn on a dime and juke and weave and you know land in a, in a second on a platform so I can get the heck out of there. So uh, I need to take some time with Johnny. Wait, to wait. You, you mean you don't want to be like? Whoa, wait, okay, hold, hold guys, on. Let's hold, just, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. just uh, okay, go I'm, farther. Got to ease into this. Got to go into this. Farther. Uh, uh, Okay. No, 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 no. Back up. Okay. Oh, sorry. I crashed. One more time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we had that happen last. uh, Was it last night? Is that when you were flying? And yeah, last time we were playing. Yeah, he flared up. He flared up to about two hundred meters, and that was it. That was done. Yeah. That. So he did that, and uh, we all died. As I say, I want to talk to Johnny. We got shot about fifty thousand times. Yeah. Getting some assistance on. Flaring without climbing. It's all about turning. You know what you do? You turn. It's like a hockey stop. Yeah, basically, yeah, just like a hockey stop. Yep, you just you just turn that thing, and that basically basically that acts as your flare, but it keeps you at the same altitude. So I was able to I've been able to perform perform that maneuver in Star Citizen, do basically what amounts to a hockey stop with the Hornet. Yeah, it's essentially the the same thing. Yeah, I mean the whole helicopter stuff works very similar actually similarly I should say to the way it works in uh, um, Star Citizen for sure. All right. Well, speaking of uh, ships, uh, we had a holiday ship sale. Oh, God. 
I, I hear the sound, the distant sound of, of Gleep's blowtorch. Right. Oh, we, we, we talked about Gleep's escapades on the last show. Did, uh, did you what's the carnage? make any moves? What's, what's the carnage? <laughs> well, it's not carnage. It's actually uh, what made me uh, think of, of it is that um, I did pick up another troop transport ship. Oh. What? I did. I picked, I picked up uh, the Retaliator with the uh, dropship model. Oh, cool. Ooh. Yeah, I was wondering. Fancy. Yeah, I want to see how that works. That seems like it make a really good dropship. And I have the Redeemer too, so I figure you know that'll smaller groups and larger groups. Because with the with the the dropship module, there'll be there's twelve twelve seats plus five turrets. So yeah. or four, is it five turrets or four turrets? That's five, five. turrets, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's seventeen uh, folks, and everybody has a seat plus plus a pilot. So I, I figure that that's. Um, that that's a good size for our, our group. It's like a yeah, full-size definitely. squad right there. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, because you, you got rid of the Redeemer at one point. Did you buy it back? Well, I, I, have, I have both now. I have the Redeemer yeah. and the Retaliator. It's all fluid. <laughs> let's be, let's be honest. <laughs> don't ever, yeah, Something don't, that yeah. you will come okay. to learn about Gleep is that his ship's stable is always changing. How many, how many, uh, how many things can you unmelt, in your unmelt uh, on the unmelt screen in the hangar? What was it, 30, 40-something? Uh, 47 last count. That's impressive. But well I, done. I've done some stuff since then. I'm so. pretty certain Gleep has at one point melted everything. All right, at least once. <laughs> well, you got to buy the new thing, and then, you know, something else shiny comes along. I, I can respect that. Yeah. And uh, sort of the the, the, the the this of course when there's mel- when there's melting there when there's unmelting there has to be melting first and so um, uh, the big troop ship is now gone so the uh, the star the starliner is gone. So but, you've um, now melted both starliners. Both style starliners <laughs> are gone. Now, That's so, so funny. But that would have been you know like uh, a crew of forty like or forty seats which I, you know maybe maybe we'll get to that point um, but. You know, I think right now this, these are more reasonable ships, and I get to fly the Retaliator now. You know, yeah. which is which is it's really nice, nice compared to uh, uh, to the Starliner, which I'm thinking is probably not going to be uh, until the PU. So, so, anyway, so that's is the uh, Halcyon days of Gleep Starlines over now? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid, but but that's the beauty of the unmelting page. Um, and as soon as we can start unmelting stuff with store credit, you know, who knows what could happen. <laughs> It'll be madness, madness. So, anyway, um, that's that's kind of what I did. Um, um, I think uh, Jimmy and I both uh, moved some stuff around to uh, 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 increase our insurance. But other yeah. than that, uh, um, not any major changes. How about you guys? Nope. You know what? I I was really hoping on the uh, holiday stream they were going to announce the uh, the Tavarin um, uh, Prowler. I was really hoping because that's the drop, that's the uh, boarding craft, the, the uh, Tavarin boarding craft. So I was really hoping they were going to announce that. It's supposed to be the last Wave Four ship, and uh, I saw something on uh, Reddit. Someone had said that they're they're actually getting the um, design doc finalized. So they can start the concept for that. But uh, that's about the only ship at this point. I think I'll. I'll make a move for if it's good. I don't know what I'd... I'd have to melt something. I really don't want to melt my Connie, and I kind of don't want to melt my my, uh, Cutlass Black either, so I don't know where that leaves me. I guess I'd probably ditch the Cutlass Black for the boarding craft. I don't Mm. envy any of you. Yeah, it's a (laughs) tough decision to make. It's like like firing one of your children. It is a little bit. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Timmy. You just... You're not good enough. Your mother and I tried, but you're just you're just not. We're training you in for this right? new one. It has LTI. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're keeping Jenny. She does a great job. 
Oh, God. I'm sure you'll find a family that loves you. <laughs> I'm sure, oh, I'm sure you will. We're going to send you back out there. Maybe someone else will pick you up. It's fine. <laughs> you guys are brutal. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, and this is also another opportunity to mention something we mentioned on the last show, which is John has also created for us uh, an amazing Those Guys with Ships hanger page. Which is awesome. Uh, is this yes. not to be confused with the hangers in our mind? No. This is, well... No, um, it is. It is. Um, it's got real pictures and everything and numbers. So um, definitely, uh, members of the group, go there if you haven't registered your ships. Uh, please do. Um, and if uh, folks that are are, are considering uh, becoming members, when you do, it's free. It doesn't hurt. Um, uh, register your ships so that we uh, we can see uh, as an organization uh, what 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 our fleet looks like. Uh, it's a lot of fun, so definitely uh, do go check that out. It's um, there are links on the. I'll include a link in the show notes, but it's uh, if you go to the main page, versecast.org, it's really hard to miss it. So, um, uh, Mark, I apologize. I did I did pass over uh, you oh, if no you uh, wanted to have something else uh, to say about uh, um, the uh, the FPS. Yeah, I'll take a I'll just take a couple uh, minutes here. Yeah, we don't have because we, we yeah. kind of touched on some of the stuff, so uh, we'll just cross that off the docket and move on. Um, Big, I guess, big difference. Obviously, the wasted wasteland Wednesdays, which is no longer wasted or necessarily wastelands, but regardless, it's still on Wednesdays. Uh, just to clarify, once again, no mods are necessary. So just put on your armor, put on your armor pants, and come play. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, really, the only thing we ask is that you put like a TGWS in your name. Uh, lots of us have been doing uh, the TGWS in brackets after our name. Uh, for various reasons, but it's a lot easier to find it that way. Uh, just so that when you're in the server, we can all make sure we're grouped up together. It makes it a little easier. Um, now, you have to create a new profile in Arma to do that. You do, right? which is funny because it's always neat seeing people that are mm-hmm. in the servers when it's like John or Asus or User. You know, you're like, <laughs> oh, that guy didn't change his profile. It's super easy. Just make a new profile, make a name uh, if, you, if, you, if you still have the default profile. Uh, not a big deal. Any of us can walk you through it. We've all done it a few times. Not, not, not a big problem. Yes. My the profile that I have, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't need to create a new one. I just changed the name on it. Interesting. Typically, you can't, but uh, we'll talk afterward, and you can show me how you managed to do okay. that. Yeah, um, yeah. It may be happen when I if you migrate things a little bit. Uh, maybe it'll change it if you maybe it's a read only. You can just change the the, the uh, attribute. Maybe you can change it that way, but uh, we'll figure it out. Anyway, easiest way: make a new profile. If you're super computer literate, you want to give it a try. Come talk to Ace or I. We'll break stuff. We'll figure things out. Uh, we'll may have to reinstall things. Who knows? But uh, it'll be fun regardless. Tears will be had. Yes, exactly. Uh, other than that, uh, usually it's beginning sometime in the evening. Usually it goes all evening. So you just kind of show up, and uh, we'll be around uh, Pacific time. I mean, last time we did, a, what, like 5 Pacific or so. People really aren't showing up usually until 5, 6, 7 Pacific. Uh, so you know, just that according to your time zone, and uh, we'll do that. Um, other than that, uh, always looking for more East Coast players. Personally, I'm in Florida. So if you happen to be around and you want to play a little earlier on the evening, uh, then normally people are around on TGWS. By all means, show up. We'll be happy to chat and have fun, play some games. Um, we do have a new mission up on the uh, the server that we have, the Arma 3 server we have. Uh, basically, what it does is allows us to do a campaign. This isn't Johnny's campaign where he's doing the kind of the curated campaign experience where you get the full story and the cool stuff. This one's basically one that just keeps running, and uh, it is called something that I forget the name of. Uh, Liberation just came out a couple days ago so we saw it got real interested uh, took a look at it threw it up on the server and we've been playing it for the last couple of days it's really cool uh, you can come in there 
uh, you uh, basically run around and uh, you can do these, uh, you can take bases, radio towers, all the stuff kind of contributes to give you uh, resources that you can use to upgrade your units uh, by, you know, equipment, uh, troops, and so forth, uh, and then uh, you kind of move on and on, and the ultimate objective is to take all the very large cities, which apparently is very hard to do, tons and tons of troops, so it's something we'll probably have to coordinate uh, in order to actually do when we get to that point, but uh, sounds cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, Ace was talking about it. it sounded, yeah, how is he describing? It sound like a lot. Of it fun. is, and the nice thing is, you don't have yeah, to have a bunch of people in there. It. You can just be a one guy. You got a little time off. You know, you have to come in an afternoon. You got nothing to do, and up, oh, no one's on. Well, crap. Now what I'm going to do? Well, you can hop in there. You can go and you know, Halo jump into some random radio tower, and you know, see if you can't take it from the you know six eight guys that are there, and maybe you'll get shot and die. Maybe you won't, but maybe. But I guess I uh, pretty much guarantee you, you will learn something and probably oh, have yeah. good time. Yeah, and it is all to, co-op, right? Yeah, yes. this is all co-op. Yeah, so yeah, the the, the um, island is held by enemy terror uh, troops, and so it's it's all us versus them. Yeah, and I would say what the uh, to give an idea the uh, the different uh, garrisoned points on the map, or what would you say? I mean, there's probably 50, 60 of them, maybe. Oh yeah, at least it's varying on size. Yeah, and the difficulty of the map ramps up as we get farther and farther along. Uh, the troops, the enemy troops, start acting differently. They start patrolling. They start uh, reinforcing themselves quicker. They get bigger and better weapons and things like that. So it's really a very uh, graduated kind of experience as as we get farther and farther along. Things get tougher and tougher and tougher. Uh, and there are different ways to mitigate that, but uh, we, we haven't played a lot of it, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, kudos to the guys that made Liberation. It's a fantastic, fantastic mission so far. All no. right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else? Uh, other than that, um, you know, keep tuned. We are definitely still planning on training stuff. Uh, the holiday season makes it very, very difficult to get people together to do any kind of uh, formalized uh, FPS training. And mm-hmm. uh, we keep running into issues where we're you know, kind of waiting for people to uh, – or uh, uh, in order to train in Star Citizen, I've had a lot of comments, hey, I really want to do this, but I really just want to do it in Star Citizen. Awesome. Fantastic. Mm. we got to wait until we can get – a solid group of people into Star Citizen in the same server consistently without, you know, dumping connections constantly or we were able to get people in the same spot. This was the, the original um, problem that I had when trying to set up the ACES Flight School. Yeah, exactly. We, we had, um, Gleep and I had talked about that last night, and um, it's, uh, it's, the, the 2.0 is actually relatively stable, but the problem is, is in fact, matchmaking. Yeah. It's, it's trying to get a group of people together. Um, I actually wanted to ask you, Mark, um, briefly what your thoughts were on, and I know it's bare bones, um, but what your thoughts are, or your initial thoughts are on any of the uh, first-person mechanics that are currently in the game. Have you had a chance to play them at all? Sure, Jimmy. Let me answer that question for you. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to that guy with radio voice. That's what I'm going to talk from now on. Yes, I'd love to answer that question. Thank you for asking. Um, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad, really. Uh, it it's a little bit faster now. Given I played any number of first person shooters, l- let me reiterate: I am not uh, a Twitch first person shooter player. I never have been. Uh, I've played a lot of them. My little brother was the, was the Counter Strike uh, player. Okay. Uh, I was always the. Um, Throwing a shout out to anyone that's played Joint Ops or um, Black Hawk Down. Those were made by Nova Logic back in the early 2000s. Amazing games. Um, but regardless, they were much more tactical shooters. So, having said that, my experience is typically a slower shooter, more methodical work, uh, a little more realistic. This one, the movement is a little fast for me when you're when you're uh, walking or kind of that that you know when you're kind of running the normal the normal speed before you cut yourself down to walk. Right. Um, but 
honestly, yeah, the gameplay feels pretty smooth. Um, I'd like a little more granular control and how you're moving your guy back and forth and the juking and stuff. Like we, we were actually talking about that last night. Um, so kind of waiting to see those kind of the the more um, detailed, like I said, the more granular movement uh, to be in place. But having said that, so far it looks pretty good. Um, you know the the uh, the ballistics seem pretty solid. Um, I am waiting to see how the laser guns work. Uh, I really like watching the videos of the people using the terrain uh, in interesting and varied ways. Like those guys are floating outside the space station or waiting for someone to come in and kind of hiding behind a pylon and just kind of scooting out with their uh, ju- with their jets just kind of disappearing you know, on the horizon. You can't even see the guy, and you know he's shooting right at you because he's, he's black on a black you know, starry background. You can't see him. Uh-huh. And the best part about that is, is that no ships can target him. I think people forget that, you know, once they enter, once they give us something that can shoot a ship as a uh, as a uh, as a single person outside of a ship, I mean, some of those things can be pretty dangerous. So I'm interested to see how they do that in terms of defensive positions for, say, space stations or some kind of ground defense. I would imagine those those uh, you know procedurally generated uh, planets will eventually have something to keep people from getting them on there or you know or to landing or you know, some kind of you know way to, to hold what you've got. So I'm kind of interested to see how those work. If they just maybe maybe they'll just dump turrets in there initially. I don't know exactly how they'll work that and just uh, change the uh, models a little bit. But um, other than that, uh, you know, as soon as we can get people in there and really kind of work through the, the mechanics and, and see how the different uh, uh, how it really works from a first person standpoint with a bunch of people, I, you know, we'll see how it goes. Right now, it's just kind of yeah. regular shooting guys. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's basically, as I was telling Gleep last night, I've actually really been enjoying that. Um, the, a lot of times the uh, security outpost is kind of quiet. Yeah. So if you can get if you can get in, you know, without getting blown out of the sky by another ship, um, I've I've found just kind of being in there and hunting for people to be uh, to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's what I've done a couple times. Yeah, I just got in there, kind of just you moved around a little bit and snuck through. I'll tell you what, though, I'm looking forward to is when they put the um, what's the what's the uh, zero G stuff they had. Uh, what they call grabby it. hands? Well, it was the grabby hands, but they had it very quickly. Uh, if any of you went in the PTU version, that they accidentally dumped the Connie in there before it was ready, the old Connie uh, in the uh, Arena Commander. Did any of you get in there at all and, and play with that? I know I had. I uh, never got to. Vendus did. I remember Vendus going over the moon about it. Okay, yeah, and I, I I was really excited and actually put a post on Versecast about it when it happened. Uh, this is several months ago to uh, Jimmy. Because I was like, yeah, I knew he had a Connie, and you know, right. the love of the Connie is, is for real. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I said, I was like, oh my god, I got my Connie, Ew. I'm in here. The coolest thing was that moving around, you took your zero G, and your guy, his hands would just, his hands and body would just kind of very organically move to where you would normally put your hands and body as you're kind of working through a tight space. Like your hand would kind of go above your head. Uh, I'm doing the motions, which makes great radio that no one can see. But. Um, <laughs> You know, well, as long as you're grabbing, grabbing onto walls, you know, kind of forming yourself around the terrain. And it was so cool to see that and be able to turn your, orient yourself, you know, whatever, which way you wanted and lock on with your grab, you know, with the mag boots or whatever. And that's going to make a whole different kind of way of, 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 of experiencing that first person stuff. And uh, I'm really looking forward to see that first time someone's coming down a corridor uh, waiting to shoot me. And uh, we have four guys. We have four guys waiting for them, and they're all attached to either, you know, every side of the wall. One's on the ceiling, two on the walls, and one on the floor. And you know, the guy doesn't know where to orient himself. So I think that's going to be really cool. All right, nice. excellent, excellent. Well, um, guys, 
Speaking of the organization, we've got a bunch of new members. Now, would anyone care to guess on, uh, give me an over-under on how many names I'm going to screw up? How many we got? Wait. One, two, three, four, six, seven. Oh, man. I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead. No, I think he's going to, I'm going to be honest. I think you're going to nail all but one. I got, I got wow. my money on two. Uh, I'm, I'm with Ace on two. Wow. God, that's, you guys feel more confident about my performance than I do. Okay. Here we go. Here we 261 members strong. That is awesome. Isn't that awesome? We're creeping yes. up on 300. Who did who to thunk it? Not certainly not I, but we are ever so happy about it. Anyway, so since last time we recorded, Rast joined us. That's one right. Started listening to your podcast to get my fix on Star Citizen topics during the drive to and from work. I own a freelancer Dur and a Reliant Tana, and I've also made the switch to a dual stick plus pedals setup for decoupled flying with great and fun success. What style of method of flying do you all prefer? Well, I think Ace actually covered that. Yeah, yeah. Oddly enough, we just I'm talked about that. Rast, I'm jealous of you. Dual stick and pedals. Oh, that's so good. impressive. That is, that is very cool. I want to know. Wait, uh, first cool. off, I want to know if his nickname is from the nickname of a main character in the. Oh my god, I just forgot the name. Oh crap, I forgot the name of the books. Anyway, it was an old uh, tour like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, anyway, it was one of the main characters. It was actually Rastlin or Racelin, I think is what it was. Anyway, this guy quietly anyway. Google it. I can't think. Of, I'm going to have to because this is going to drive me crazy. You guys continue. <laughs> I will Google and come back. All right. Buck joined us, said, Okay, a little bit about myself as a gamer. I was a diehard Diablo 3 fan. My son got me started on that. It was my first PC game, having been a dedicated Xbox Live junkie. I ran one of the most sought-after rooms in the old-school FPS, Rainbow Six. My son kept sending me messages that went kind of like this. Dad, Star Citizen has this great deal available right now for a limited time. Very cool ship with LTI. I highly recommend you jump on this if you want to get into Star Citizen. The game is still in alpha, but I highly recommend getting in now and taking advantage of these awesome deals. This is the guy's son talking that's to a, him. That's a good kid. Wow. That's a good kid. You know, I would never steer you wrong. Again, this is a limited off, limited time <laughs> offer, so you need to move on this. Wow. And, of course, Dad didn't. But uh, now approaching the 3K mark. I'm not sure what that means. $3,000? Um, 3K? Uh, really? Could that possibly be? I, could, I guess that could that's be. That's possible. I look back on those messages and know my son was trying to look after me by giving me some very good advice that I should not have ignored. <laughs> That being said, when Lytor told me that I needed to join this org because it was the best damn startup org in Star Citizen, I decided to listen to him this time. Loving the game and loving and love gaming with my son. Please accept my application to join your organization. I look forward to gaming with you, one and all. Sincerely, Buckmaster. Now, Buckmaster, welcome to the organization. You are a member. Fantastic. Oh, the yeah. books were Dragonlance. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay. Done. Okay, okay continue. <laughs> Armin Hammer joined us. I said, hello, gents. I would like you to consider me for membership in your fine organization. I heard about Star Citizen on YouTube when looking for a new MMO to play after four years of WoW and a little burnout. I signed up in 2014 and am currently driving an Avenger and planning on playing as a high-risk cargo hauler. Jimmy, you mean mm-hmm. one of your one one of your brethren? I found your podcast on iTunes and have been hooked ever since. Love the Arma talk too. Hey, there you go, uh, Mark. Already. Uh, 
please consider me for membership and keep up the great podcast. Sincerely, Abel. Um, and uh, so you are a member. Congratulations. Welcome His aboard. handle is amazing. Arm and Hammer. I know. I, was, that uh, was I wanted to make a, 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 like a, a cat poop joke. Oh, my God. A cat poop I don't get joke? that. You ever heard? Yeah. We clean up, clean up uh, cat poop with Arm and Hammer. You, by, you mean just sprinkling soda. on it and not actually cleaning yeah. it up? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Flylaw joined us and said, have been following the game since I saw it on Kickstarter and have now bought the game. I've always been interested in space games and Star Citizen seemed like it would be the perfect game. Well, welcome, Flylaw. Draynim joined us, said, hey, guys, I've been listening to your podcast for a few months. You guys are great. It was in capital letters, too. I am interested in finding an org that I can be active in and have some responsibility. I currently have a Banu Merchantman. There you go. Woo, that that was close. Uh, A Carrick, (laughs) a 315P. Ghost all all with LTI. Oh, good for you. I also I have a Mustang Beta and a Herald. I would love to be a member of your org and help with tasks for the org. I am also a military veteran. Regards, drain him. So potentially um, a, a trainer to train the trainee, yeah, or just someone. Yeah, even if you just uh, wants to come hang out with uh, other vets, by all means, we're all yeah, over absolutely the place. come. Yeah, come come check them out. Uh, Simon Moncato joined us, said, longtime listener, and I finally decided that it'd be a good idea to join an org. That and I could really use some help in learning how to properly fly my Ghost and Cutlass. Come find well, me. Well, yeah. yeah. Come find Ace. He'll be happy to help you. Volantis joined us, said, hello. I have been listening to your podcast for a while now and really enjoyed the more positive listening. Yay. I would love to join a like-minded organization. Thanks, Valentus. Well, you have. Ego Wolf joined us, said, Hey, guys, I have been listening to the podcast for a few months now and have finally decided to apply for the organization. I have been playing space games since I was a kid with the original uh, the original Wing Commander and X-Wing games, and I'm really excited for what Star Citizen is becoming. I look forward to seeing everyone in-game and having fun with this great community. Well, we look forward to playing with you, too, Ego Wolf, so welcome, welcome to the group. Placebo, okay, this one, okay, I'll just go ahead and I'll concede this one right now. So it's Placebo 9. Yeah. Keep going. You're good. Yeah, you're you're good. good. Okay. Have been listening to you guys for a while now and finally decided to apply. I'm an old gamer from Sweden and hope to enjoy Star Citizen for a long time to come. Well, welcome. I know we we got some other uh, players over in in, in that area, so... uh, uh, don't you, you have know, friends? Come, come on, on out. The people that uh, didn't you go to the uh, what's it called with, with a couple of Swedes? The um, tour. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, RSI tour. Yeah. yeah. Met uh, met uh, uh, a gentleman and uh, his uh, uh, girlfriend from Sweden. Well, yeah. maybe this is them. Maybe placebo is one of them, and nine is the other one. <laughs> Interesting. No, no, you know they. I they, think uh, it's one name. Yeah. No. No. He. <laughs> he uh, Joined a while ago. Yeah, I was say he was an affiliate, I think, didn't he? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) I'm not stalking or anything, really, for sure. Not doing it. (laughs) Creeper. He only uses the internet for good (laughs) things. (laughs) Lieutenant Swan Ishma joined us. Wow, you surprised I got through. Uh, I'm impressed. impressed. I found out. (laughs) I found out about Star Citizen in an issue of Wired magazine. I didn't. Have, Jimmy, did you know that there was an article about us in Wired Magazine? I had no Not idea. Us, but yeah, it was a gorgeous cover of the Gladius. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. 
Um, when they published an article about the game, I did some more research into it, and what I found amazed me. I've been a fan of sci-fi and space operas in particular for a while, and Star Citizen floored me. A chance to be my own interplanetary hero? Who could turn that down? I've got a 325A and a desire to see where this whole thing goes. Thank you guys for considering my application, and Godspeed. Well, application considered and accepted, so welcome aboard, Lieutenant. Patword89 joined us, said, Hey guys, I've listened to a few episodes of your podcast after hearing about Star Citizen recently. This game seems like my dream game, so I bought a starter pack a few weeks ago. Excited for things to continue developing, and you guys seem like a great group to play in a relaxed but fun and awesome setting. That's us! Yes! Hooray! So, w- welcome all you folks to, uh, to the organization. And at the website, we also have uh, some new members. Uh, Pesky Ferret joined us, as did Rast, also joined us at the, at the website. Dalzun, TM42 joined us, as did Dranium, Rico3000, Scotty Moun, Fugak, is how I'm going to pronounce that. Ego Wolf and P. Woodwall. Uh, wow. I'm going to give that to him. I, I'm going to call, now I did, uh, Fugak I actually talked to. Uh, he was one of those guys that showed up randomly in, uh, or for the uh, first uh, Wasted Wasted on Wednesdays. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, he actually, if you say it fast enough, it sounds like something you shouldn't say w- when your mother's around. Well, that's what was concerning me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we all agreed that's what we're going to call him from now on, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, honestly, Fugak, I think, works. So I'm going to give you 100% glee, but I think that's a first. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to have to give you a, uh, 100% on it as well. Who demand? I'm the man. You are. Yes. Dal- right. Dalzun uh, just made it into uh, last week's uh, Quantum Drive. Oh, cool! Yeah, did, uh, I, I'm sure some of you guys heard about that. We did uh, did uh, last week's episode of Quantum Drive. I actually included uh, seven or eight members of the org uh, into the story. Excellent! Awesome. Yeah, it was Excellent. A good time. It was definitely a good time. All right, and uh, we got some email, too, um, from Phnom. He said, hi, guys. I have started to watch a TV show that was just released called The Expanse, and I think some of the scenarios are... Any, anybody familiar yes. with the show? I, I really want to check yes. it out. Everyone keeps saying it's phenomenal. I've watched the first uh, four four episodes, I think. That's all that's up now. It's oh, yeah, cool. Go ahead and finish it, and we'll, we'll talk. Oh, okay. Um, I think some of the scenarios could happen in Star Citizen. If you have the time to watch it, it would be fun to hear what you believe is possible uh, regarding the encounters, quests in the Pew Pew PU. And then he provides a link uh, to the TVDB page. Um, he has a spoiler and a wish. He says, what I most want to hear your opinion on is the space combat and boarding of a large ship, as in Episode 4. Um, says, regards, and God... What in the world Come is on. that? Force statting? Sure. I have no idea what that is. Force statting. Hmm. The Swedish? Okay. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Phenom. Right as well. Right um, Let's know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I I could have uh, also the miracle of copy paste may have failed me. Continuation? So. Swedish? That's my Google that's what my Google Translate says. Continuation. So I don't know how maybe like uh, and continue on or something like that. Or keep keep at well, it, maybe. <laughs> keep there on keeping on. Yeah, keep on keep on keeping on. Keep on trucking, space trucking. So anyway, um, uh, what do you guys think about this show? I have not seen it. Myself. Really fun. I haven't seen it yet. Really need to watch it. It's extremely interesting, uh, and definitely they've got a lot of uh, 
the boarding combat what they're talking about is when it was a Martian ship actually they uh, Martian just being a Martian colony type of ship uh, that uh, a group boarded and it was very interesting watching how they did that uh, they had a lot of zero G stuff versus not and kind of how that stuff worked um, is it on Netflix it is not on Netflix it is on I cannot tell you what mm-hmm. TV channel it is on but is it on one of them I can guarantee you All that. Right. I've been binging on Supergirl lately. That's what I've been watching. Yeah, I would highly suggest checking this one out. It's got a lot of very interesting things that I think it's a little bit of a darker. It's all, um, I'm trying to think, it's all humans, all right, but it's a little bit darker than a lot of your normal. Uh, it's kind of like if anyone's watched Killjoys. Has anyone seen Killjoys last season? Mm-hmm. Another excellent um, uh, space uh, show, but uh, science fiction kind of show. But uh, this one's definitely another mm-hmm. one to watch. But, yeah, it's very interesting, a little darker, uh, very good. Mm. Well, may he, not watch he does pro- may not be a good one. For he that. does pro- provide a link here, so I will include that in the show yeah. notes for folks that want to go check it out. So um, I'm not sure what uh, um, what you have to do to access the show from tvdb.com, but um, I think that's uh, just a yeah, I think that's just a, a, an info page. What I was saying, it's like an IMDb. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Well, um, excellent. So, um, um, thank you, uh, Phnom, for uh, for that information. Um, uh, it, the one of us that's seen it sure likes it. So, there you go. Um, and of course, the highly anticipated upvote comments from the community hub. Uh, our old buddy, and this is going back a ways. Uh, Yellow Stag says the most friendly podcast out there, and I did pl- I did select these in order. I'm not just cherry picking them. So, um, you know, this is this was actually the one that's up next. Uh, tuning in every week has become a ritual. Sunday night meetups are great for meeting players and guys with ships alike. A real great community here. Thank you, Stag. Appreciate oh, that. Very nice. Yeah. Shaken uh, left us a comment, said, My favorite Star Citizen podcast. A very funny and entertaining group of guys. What can you say? It's just a super porridge podcast. <laughs> Love this guy. <laughs> totally porridge. Totally porridge. Totally porridge. And Freedom left us, a com- left us a comment. He said, love this podcast. I love these guys. I don't love guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cut of that man's jib. Yeah. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, thank you, Freedom. We, we really do appreciate that. And we are slowly catching up, but uh, please do leave new comments, and we will add them uh, on the show. We've kind of done that in lieu of the, um, of the iTunes reviews just because those proved so difficult to aggregate from all around this globe of ours. So uh, the Community Hub, um, and then also there's the podcast section, and then also there is the um, – oh, there's another section there. What is it? Um, um, Deep Space Radar. In, the, in Deep Space Radar, you can uh, you can uh, talk about uh, the website, FirstCast. So go do go there. Do those things. We would appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, um, we're at an hour and five. I think I think we did it. Yay! Hooray! Me too. <laughs> all right. So uh, please, everybody, do go uh, check out engine.com for all of your site hosting needs. They are enjin.com. Uh, thank you, Ronald Jenkins, for letting us use your fine music in the shows. Please go check him out at ronaldjenkins.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen the Base Radio. That can be found at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a rebroadcast of the previous week's Versecast every Saturday afternoon. You can reach us on the show by email 
at comms at versecast.org. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. On Twitter, we are at Versecast. Please use uh, the the hashtag uh, or the uh, TGWS hashtag um, uh, when uh, tweeting stuff uh, about Star Citizen and when searching uh, for stuff about Star Citizen too, because uh, um, that uh, that way we we all see it and we can uh, can talk about it. Um, our Star Citizen organization uh, can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash orgs slash Versecast. And definitely come check out our community website. It is at versecast.org. Um, and as I've already mentioned, the community hub and deep space radar sections. Leave a comment and we'll read it on the air. So um, say goodnight, Gracie. All my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy, how about you? <laughs> you can find uh, me most chatty on Twitter at uh, Jimmy Croker. And uh, you can check out my uh, show on the base, Quantum Drive, every Thursday night, 9 p.m. and uh, Saturday, 12 p.m. Uh, I do uh, all things Star Citizen lore and mix it up with uh, some really cool uh, music. Yes, he does. Got some sweet beats there, Jimmy. Some sweet, sweet beats. Sweet beats. Ace? Uh, where can everybody can, find you? My my notes, uh, my contact information is also in the show notes. As for reaching me directly, um, I am most often here um, on uh, on our team speak server, just hanging out, yes, with is. people, and making sure everybody's doing well. I, I make a point to jump through all the different rooms and check in on everybody, and see if see if everyone's doing okay. So if uh, you want to talk to me directly, you, know, you can email me uh, at ace at firstcast um, or come find me here and come say hi. Ace is the three-time winner of our Most Approachable Award. Where is there? I wasn't aware there was a contest. There is now. You're the, three, so, you're the, you're the third winner. Thir- three wins in a row. So don't don't feel hesi- hesi- hesitating. Or, or any like pressure. To perform Names to I'm win, good at today. Forth. It's English I suck at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. <laughs> anyway, point being is log into our uh, TeamSpeak server, and if you see Ace on there, don't hesitate to go talk to him. He's, uh, he's a very friendly and... Um, um, Nice guy. I'll only so. bite your head off a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, He'll put it back when he's done. Mostly. Maybe. Yeah. Mostly. Scotch tape works wonders. <laughs> and Mark, welcome. It's great to have you back. Um, uh, uh, your contact information is also in the show. I didn't know if I bothered telling you. Well, that's that. good. Uh, <laughs> it's good for you to know. <laughs> oh, by the way. Um, um, but, uh, you know, where else can the folks yeah, find you? Yeah, you can reach me at, uh, you can get me on, uh, if you want to email me, madcal, that's M-A-D-K-O-W, 1001 at gmail.com. Uh, maybe I'll get a verse cast one eventually, who knows. Uh, I'll probably just redirect to the Gmail, so honestly just send it to the Gmail. Uh, you can also get me on the server, on the TeamSpeak server. I'm here most nights hanging out, uh, usually in the Arma channel, but I wander a little bit. Um, and uh, other than that, I uh, get you on my phone number, 555-AWESOME. <laughs> uh, you know, feel free to uh, dial that anytime you like. You can reach me. Uh, my toll-free is 800-555-AWESOME. Uh, no, that isn't a U.S. <laughs> number, so good luck getting that one through. Uh, other than that, uh, that's about it. I don't really do any social media stuff because uh, it creeps me out. So there you go. <laughs> right. Well, uh, you're funny. Um, <laughs> until the next time, then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Adios. Good night, Gracie. So, Mark, you're saying I can't tweet at you? You can totally try. Uh, I think I did it. Uh, Twitter? 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 Twitter?